Do you have questions about your health? Do you need to find out what's keeping you from feeling your absolute best? If so, your intuition has guided you to the right place. I am Dr. Charlize, and welcome to the Art of Healing podcast community. In this podcast, we explore all topics in health and wellness, from Reiki to functional medicine, energy medicine, chakras, and meditation. Join me every week for fresh new episodes that highlight healers, various healing modalities, and choose this as your opportunity to find what healing works best for you. If you want to learn more about me, simply Google at Dr. Charlize. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Art of Healing Podcast. This is Charlize, and thank you for joining me for this week's episode. I want to address something that I saw in the media that I think is very much worthwhile for our time to discuss, which are forever chemicals. I happened to catch a short story, and I will put a link in the show notes to the story about forever chemicals, the effect they have on our health. And a recent recommendation, not a strong recommendation, but a recommendation from the CDC to start screening patients potentially at random for their exposure. And this topic isn't foreign to me. And for those of you that have looked into or seeing a functional medicine doctor, maybe not so foreign. But with this story, there were a few issues that came up that I think deserve a little bit of attention as far as what we can do to address our exposure to forever chemicals, our risk to forever chemicals, and what we would do about that if we have been exposed to forever chemicals. During this podcast episode, I would like to address what forever chemicals are. We'll discuss how we get exposed to them and how they come to be within our bodies. We'll discuss how our body processes those. Then we'll discuss ways that you can be tested for them and resources to look for as far as finding a way to be tested. And then the initial steps that you can take to come up with a plan to reduce your risk right now for exposure to forever chemicals or to have at least somewhere to go. If you have been exposed, you're aware of it, you're concerned and the steps that you can take right now as far as making a plan in the future. So what are forever chemicals? According to the CDC's guide information for clinicians, the term forever chemicals is applied to what are called PFAS. PFAS stands for per or polyfluoroalkyl substances. So we'll stick to this term PFAS or forever chemicals so that you don't have to suffer through me stumbling through that term again. What these chemicals are, are they are chemicals that contain fluorine or fluorinated carbon chains. So it turns out in the world of chemistry, these chemical bonds are very, very strong and actually cannot be broken so in terms of why you would need forever chemicals, they are considered a good thing if you are making certain industrial products, cleaning products, 
products that aren't supposed to catch on fire to protect us. So PFASs will frequently appear in packaged paper goods, carpets, textiles. Common places they may appear are in the coating of cookware that is supposed to be uh, nonstick. So by having those PFASs there, they contribute to being able to heat up the food without the food sticking to the metal surface of the cookware. PFASs are also found in certain industrial centers or centers where men, humans do their work. So airports, military bases, industrial processes, anything basically that involves machinery, machinery work, chemical production. So as we're starting to gather, these PFASs are unfortunately very common. Forever chemicals aren't benign as the thinking had been over the past several decades and centuries that humans have become more industrialized. So for many of reasons, we either didn't know to look, didn't have a way to look, didn't have the technology to look. So these forever chemicals are being used increasingly in industry and in agriculture, pretty much in any kind of human process that requires uh, mass production because of their ability to make things work better, faster, grease the wheels in general. But we didn't know until the last few decades the effects they can have on our health. And it turns out, according to the CDC, that these forever chemicals or PFASs unfortunately could be impacting our health. Some of the impacts on our health include increasing our cholesterol levels, having an effect on birth weights of babies, maybe causing them to be born, born smaller than what expected, having the ability to reduce how well our vaccines work by lowering our ability to produce a good amount of antibodies whenever we take a vaccine. So when you go through the trouble of getting vaccinated and you're trying to boost your immune system, you're wanting to generate a good amount of antibodies because that means you get protection from the vaccine. But having a high level of these forever chemicals might be preventing that. There is an association between these forever chemicals and certain types of cancers, including kidney cancer and testicular cancer. And some of the evidence is putting a question on whether these forever chemicals could lead to other types of cancer or increase the risk of other types of cancers. These forever chemicals can cause women to have high blood pressures and may be associated with preeclampsia during pregnancy. And even scarier is that these forever chemicals tend to filter into and get concentrated within the placenta. So as I was researching on this after I read the study, because I'd heard of forever chemicals, but I hadn't really appreciated the impact that they have. It appears that one of the body's way of eliminating forever chemicals, because there are a number of ways we can eliminate them, but for women that are pregnant, forever chemicals are eliminated through the placenta. So it's a little bit frightening. So that means at the risk of the placenta and the baby, these forever chemicals are pulled out of the pregnant woman's circulation. There's also a risk of changing the liver enzymes that these forever chemicals can cause the liver 
to have trouble with working. Well, that's really important because a fatty liver, metabolic liver disorder is becoming more common, which seems to be related to diabetic risk, but also seems to be related to being exposed to these forever chemicals. Forever chemicals are not naturally occurring. They're occurring from man-made activities, industrial applications primarily. But for those of us living in the world, we're getting exposed to them from several sources. So from our water, and according to the CDC, the biggest concern would be, of course, if your water source is coming from someplace that's got many industrial complexes or many chemicals, products are being produced. Again, living near places such as military complexes or airports, there's a concern that these forever chemicals could be part of the soil as a result of these man-made activities. It seems to be less of a risk as far as airborne, although the CDC does make mention of those that would have or have or are working in industrial complexes, working in industry where they could have high exposure or these these products could be getting into the air, that breathing them in could be a risk factor for ingesting and accumulating forever chemicals in the system. And then, as I mentioned, soil, water, and then for children, it appears that the risk of exposure and retention of forever chemicals may be higher because children just, you know, by accident, especially young babies with the tendency to ingest and put things in their mouth, as well as with older kids who might be concentrating these chemicals because of their relatively small body size, but they may be consuming amounts of food somewhere near what an adult would consume. So they might actually be getting more by concentration effect. The CDC's recommendation was to encourage or increase the number of people who are being tested, potentially testing at random. When I did a little bit of digging What I'm interpreting is the CDC is recommending possible community-wide testing. So, you know, doing community-wide assessments, which might be done similar to what can be done now, uh, which is done now, which is testing sewage drainage, waste materials from a large amount of humans. That can be done for COVID testing because COVID shed in stools. And I'm assuming what they're referring to is possibly doing like a community-wide testing of wastewater, waste materials for the amount of forever chemicals that might be within the community. So it is possible to test for your personal level of exposure or contamination with forever chemicals. The CDC recommends testing in the blood work which is possible through a simple lab draw. You can also do similar testing through a collection of urine. In the media clip that I'll be attaching, one of the sort of challenges that were presented were that testing for forever chemicals is not covered by insurance and that testing for forever chemicals may not be easily attainable or doable for most people. So it is true that insurance likely won't cover for testing for forever chemicals. And 
what got my attention with this story is this is important, of course, and it's unfortunate. But when we're looking at how we're getting our health care, it is important to remember that if you're using your health insurance, health insurance as well as a traditional doctor's office really have to stick to certain algorithms and paradigms and protocols so that something has to have passed through a number of testing, evidence-based testing that has to be larger volume before insurance will cover for the test. Is this necessarily right? It is what it is. I'll put it that way. It is what it is. But what I will share with you that as far as testing for these forever chemicals is doable, it is affordable if you work on a plan or even through this podcast and it, your show notes, I'm actually making a cheat sheet or a resource sheet so that you can assess your own risk and decide what to do next. And maybe it's something that you can plan for, even if you don't have the cash immediately available, you can make plans to get your testing for forever chemical exposure in the next few months. In this story that was covered in the media, the last part that really got my attention and really got me to thinking I should get get out some information here is once you do the test, what do you do? There are no clinically proven treatments for this. There's really no plan. So there's nothing you can do about it. That is wrong. That is absolutely wrong. There actually is something you can do about your exposure to forever chemicals and helping your body heal from it. So the first thing you can do is actually just having learned what forever chemicals are in this podcast. The next step you can do is download my freebie, in which I will give you some resources as far as developing a plan for knowing if you need to be tested, finding a way to get tested and then knowing what to do after you've been tested. I believe that the way the story was reported was there was nothing you could do as far as the traditional allopathic realm in which we do appeal for an ill. So, yeah, that's true. So if you do the test for forever chemicals and it turns out that maybe you are an, um, an army veteran and you worked in a military base and you did a job where you were exposed to a high amount and you know, you might be in your 40s or 50s now, and you're aware of being treated for abnormal liver tests, high blood pressure, kidney issues, and you're wanting to dig deeper. And you absolutely should dig deeper. You actually should. So then what you do after that, there is something you can do. So I am recommending that you have a look at my resource sheet that I'm going to create for you. And from there, you can make a decision if you feel that you should be tested for forever chemicals. And I'll put some links as far as resources. You can find a, a healthcare practitioner or a physician that you can obtain those tests. My practice is open, so you can work with me if that's something that is viable and doable and um, licensed in the state that you live in. But the first step would be learning what the chemicals are, having listened to this podcast, knowing that you might be at risk of exposure to them, knowing where to get tested, 
and then developing a personalized plan that would include a number of things, not just one thing. So probably addressing your organ function, your body's ability to eliminate, addressing your nutritional needs, what you might be deficient of, or anything that might be driving more inflammation or it might make you unable to release toxins, addressing specific steps you can do to aid in your body's ability to detox. There's actually many things that you can do, many steps that you can take to eliminate unnecessary forever chemicals in your body, and then having a plan to follow up on that. So if you'll make sure to check the notes, the uh, show notes for this episode, you'll see a link that you can find the resources that you'll need. It'll be a PDF that you'll be able to download. We will get back together in a week or two for the next episode. I am so grateful for you joining me for this episode. And as always, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter, in which I will email you a copy of the podcast and the other resources that go with this and other ways that we can stay in touch. Thank you so much. Oh, and if you have a chance, feel free to send a uh, rating or rate me on whatever platform that you're listening to, because it always helps for a small podcast if folks that are scrolling through can see if this podcast is worth listening to. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining during this episode of the Art of Healing podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review. Also, you can check your show notes to find out how to get a copy of this and future episodes emailed directly to your inbox available to listen to anytime. Finally, if you have questions or wish to connect to me, check your show notes to find out how we can get connected and find out how I can be of service to you.